guys, and welcome back to A Day With D podcast. I'm your host, Danielle. I hope you all are having a great week and getting geared up for the weekend. Um, we're so close, almost there. And most importantly, I hope you all are staying safe out there. Um, some crazy things have been happening in the world, and I'm sending thoughts and good vibes to everyone that is being affected by some of those things. Um, But I thought I would start off today's episode with some new life updates, kind of some fun things that have been going on. I just got a new phone. Um, It's been a long time coming. I had the iPhone X and it had kind of been glitching for the past two years at least. (laughs) Um, I kept getting notifications that I was running out of storage and anytime I called Apple or tried to talk with an Apple technician they told me it was time to get a new phone because it was at the point I guess where it was old enough and the system was using up storage which doesn't make sense to me (laughs) Um, so no matter how many things I deleted off my phone it just would not work Um, and then actually the week I ended up just ordering a new phone, I could no longer receive or send pictures on my phone. So it was definitely time. The new one's nice. Um, I don't like getting a new phone for the whole process it requires, but it was exciting and a long time coming. So that was exciting because I've been putting that off for a while. I've been reading a lot. So I think I mentioned a few times that I have a reading goal of 50 books this year, and I am pretty much on par with that. It's still early in the year, and um, that could change, (laughs) but uh, I'm reading a series called Throne of Glass right now that my friend recommended. It is sort of a fantasy kind of series, and it's it's really good. I really like it. So I'm, I think, about halfway through. And um, I'll give you guys more updates when I get closer to the end of the series. But I'm really enjoying it and not wanting it to end. And also don't want to say too much because you all should read it and I don't want to spoil anything. I am still planning on going to Chicago towards the end of this month. If you guys, again, have any recommendations, send them my way. I think I'm planning on going to maybe a couple museums or I've heard the aquarium there is really great and there obviously is a lot of good food to try. So once that trip's done, I'll let you guys know what I got into and if I recommend anything that I got to do or to try. I also officially signed up for a half marathon. So if you follow me on Instagram at a day with the podcast, I've been posting my runs since I started training there and I'm going to continue to do that. Uh, kind of if anyone's interested in following that and also to keep myself accountable because this is the first like race, well, big race that I've done. And I'm really excited and kind of nervous too, (laughs) but I know I can do it. So 
yeah, I'm going to be posting there and I can share more on the plan that I'm following. If anyone's interested, just let me know. And yeah, I just am going to be trying to post more on the Instagram as well because I think it's fun and I want to be more interactive with you guys. Um, I've been doing like a lot of cooking and baking and trying new recipes, so maybe I'll share some of those on there too. But today's episode was one that I wanted to talk about ever since last summer, actually, because... I would have found it helpful and hopefully one of you guys or some of you guys will find it helpful, but it's about moving and specifically moving across the country. I had moved a lot within Florida, but moving cross country, and this may seem pretty uh, straightforward (laughs) to anyone listening, but Moving across the country is a whole nother ball game to moving even just within the state, I would think, um, or I would say, because I moved almost every year for a while into different apartments, and that wasn't fun. I'm not really sure why I did that, because I don't love moving, and that was still a lot of work, but it was way easier to move even 20, 30 minutes compared to... Um, the 18 plus hours that I had to move last summer because you know when you're moving around the area or even like 30 minutes maybe an hour away you can take smaller trips so you can kind of like take time to get things together and fit stuff in your car and make a trip here and there maybe when you're getting your keys take some stuff and It definitely lightens the load, but when you have one day and one time to move everything, it's pretty stressful. So yeah, let's dive right in. I gave myself three options that I considered when it came to moving. Um, I think these are, I mean, there are different companies, but I think these are the only three options that most people would use, unless you're just completely getting rid of everything you own. So I looked at a moving company. I considered pods and I also considered just renting a U-Haul. So starting with the moving company, I looked at, I think it's called American Van Lines. It was very helpful. I was able to talk with a representative and get some information, you know, get an estimate or a quote based on how much I was going to be moving. So A moving company will obviously come and pack all your things up and load up the truck and then move it for you. Um, They do all the heavy lifting, and that seemed really nice to me because I was going to be doing the move pretty much alone because my boyfriend had already moved out of state, and so I was left with all the furniture and everything to pack up. So I was really interested in this option. The downside is it is very expensive for obvious reasons. You still have to pack everything yourself, buy all your boxes or get boxes if you can find them for free. But they obviously are doing the labor-intensive work of moving it into the truck, traveling with it. Obviously, that would include gas and everything, and then unloading it at your new place. I think you can potentially... 
Uh, no, I think they do unload it. I don't think you can ask them to not unload it. But either way, the estimate I got was very expensive. And I also had to estimate, and I wasn't aware of this ahead of time. I guess I should have been. But um, for future reference, you usually have to estimate how many boxes you have and have kind of a list of all of your furniture and everything so that they can estimate how much size you're going to take up on the truck. Because typically, at least with this company, I wouldn't have been the only one on the truck and they need to know how much space that I'm going to take up. So that was a learning curve for me. And then side note, I did not end up going with this company. Um, It was definitely out of my price range, but they would not stop texting or calling me. So if you want an estimate, just be prepared to be on their list. They will write down your information and contact you for months and months afterwards. Uh, Even when you told them, you've already moved. But they seem like a good company. I know someone who used them for their move and they highly recommended them. So that could be a good option if you can afford it. Second option that I considered was renting a U-Haul, which is what I had done for all my moves in and around Florida. I think this is a really good option if you have the manpower to do it. It is one of the cheapest options. So you just obviously call reserve a truck or go the day of and hope to have the right size there and rent it. You obviously need to have an idea of what all can fit in the truck and get the appropriate size. And then, yeah, you just pay a flat fee for the truck. And then obviously you have to pay for gas wherever you're traveling to. And I think based on memory, that's all you really had to pay for. So like I said, it was one of the cheapest options For me, it ended up, I did a lot of calculations and it ended up being almost the same as what I ended up doing. So I didn't think it was worth it. And my reasoning for that is I, again, was making this trek and move by myself. So I didn't have someone to drive the truck and or drive my car to Michigan (laughs) from Florida. So I would have not only had to rent a truck, but I would have had to rent a trailer and hitch my car on the back of the truck, which, you know, I probably could have done it, but I've never had to drive a U-Haul alone a long distance with a trailer on the back. So I just kept picturing myself either hitting someone while I was merging on the highway or trying to pull into a gas station Um, the many times that I would have to stop on the way and just being so stressed out, trying to pull up to a pump, blocking people in, trying to get out if it's a busy gas station, just a lot of stress into that situation by myself. So, and this one, you know, you obviously load everything yourself and yeah, with that whole drive and the gas and everything, my, I figured it was going to be pretty expensive um, and even out with the next option, which is what I ended up choosing, and that was getting a pod. I know a lot of people who have gotten pods before, and it can be expensive, but it, in my opinion, was worth it, and 
I probably would have done the U-Haul if I had more people with me or people to help along the way. But this, in my situation, was the best option. It's more expensive upfront than a U-Haul, but you don't have to worry about the transit. They pick it up once you're done filling the pod and they take it. And it was, it's a very simple or simplistic idea, but it was crazy to me as it was happening because I had never done it. So they brought this crazy machine that lowered the pod into a parking space in my apartment and Just a side note, you usually, while they're placing and picking up, they have to have a couple spaces in order to get, I think they called it the Podzilla, into the spot to drop it off and then pick it up. So that was a little bit nerve-wracking in an apartment because you can't reserve spots unless you pay for them, and usually you're only paying for one spot. So I had to kind of (laughs) block people from parking in these spots and made sure that there was enough space for them to drop the pot off. Once it was gone, there was plenty of space for people to park. Or once they were gone dropping it off, there was plenty of space. But so make sure with your apartment that that's okay if you live in an apartment. If not, you don't have to worry about that. But this option was difficult just because I had to move everything into the pod. But again, I think the nicest part for me was once it was in there, I didn't have to worry about it. I mean, you could obviously worry that things might break, but that can happen with any of these options. And then it was just delivered to my new apartment. Um, There are some things that you have to, you know, talk to the person or um, the people at the company about when you're scheduling. So I had to call and schedule the exact date that I wanted it delivered and be in the area in case they needed me. Um, And then once I had filled it or when I was getting close to being done filling it, I had to call and schedule them to come pick it up, which both of those were flawless for me. I gave them a date. They dropped it. I called them pretty much. I packed it, I think, within a day or a day and a half. So I called them and they picked it up two days later. And then they had, at the time of year that I was moving, they had told me that it could take, I think it was two to three weeks before it would be delivered, which I remember being like, that is such a long time. My bed is in there. So many things that I use are in there, but it is what it is. So I knew I had to make do and the last bit of Florida, I was just sleeping on the floor in my room (laughs) because of it. Um, But it just was a busy time of year to be moving. And then it was dropped off right when they said, um, and it worked out and I unloaded it within a day. Here is where there were some glitches in the system. So I unloaded it, my boyfriend and I unloaded it. And by the time we finished, it was I think like 7 or 8 p.m. Luckily it was summer, so it was still light out, (laughs) not like right now. And we were exhausted, had to go get dinner. um, And I didn't think to call in that moment, call pods and tell them to come get it because we had just finished. And it was the day it had been dropped off anyway. So I was like, oh, I'll just call tomorrow, which I think it was a Thursday that I ended up calling the company. And when I did call, 
they were like, sure, yeah, we'll come pick it up, but we can't come until next Thursday. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, You know, are there no sooner dates? Because I live in an apartment complex. This is obviously taking up a spot. They were like, nope, that's the soonest we can do it. And then I started getting worried because I think if you keep it a certain amount of time, um, you get charged like an extra month, like they're you're using their space. So it's almost like a monthly rent thing. So I was worried about that, but there, it didn't end up being an issue because I called within the certain time period. They just couldn't pick it up. So that was okay, but... I will say it caused a lot of drama with my new neighbors. So (laughs) I was the new person to the neighborhood and everyone was not a fan because we were holding up a spot for almost a whole week and it was right in front of our building, um, which is a small building, but it was summertime in Michigan and it's the most beautiful weather. So I usually have the windows open instead of the AC on. And so all the windows were open and I could hear our new neighbors complaining about us. And it was, it was very much like a soap opera. That's probably the closest I've been. Yeah. That caused a little bit of stress and I was definitely annoyed, but all in all, I am really thankful for how it turned out. So I highly recommend using pods because it just made the whole thing a lot easier. I do want to mention, I need to give a shout out to my roommate, Rachel from Florida, who helped me move all of my heavy furniture because we did everything together. Well, I packed all my boxes. I was like, okay, she's helping enough. So I packed all my boxes and pretty much moved, I would say the majority of the boxes by myself and as many furniture items as I could by myself. Um, Obviously, some of that is physically impossible for me. So I needed her help with like my dresser, my mattress, table, and TV stand, things like that. And I must say, I was heavily impressed with the two of us because we did it all. We carried everything down. We did not need any men. We could have, we definitely could have used them to help carry some of the items, but we made it work. There was definitely an injury in the process um, that Rachel tried to hide from me, but we got it done. That's the most important thing. And by the time I got to Michigan, I told my boyfriend that he needed to find some friends to unload it because (laughs) I was exhausted and It is crazy how much of a toll moving takes on your body. I was so sore. I had rips and cuts all over my hands from catching the furniture. Also, very important side note, I lived on the third floor in Florida. It was August when I was moving, so it was incredibly humid, extremely hot, And I was on the third floor. So carrying all these items down three floors, not recommended. So yeah, that was a little bit about my moving experience. And then lastly, I just kind of wanted to mention some things to consider when moving, whether it's in the area or across the country. These are things that I always try to keep a running list of while I'm moving so I don't forget because they're very important. I'm sure I'm going to miss a few. 
but just some things to keep in mind. I mentioned it earlier, but definitely keep in mind the time of year you're moving if you're using companies because since I moved in August slash September timeframe, that was prime moving time for college students who were for some reason using these companies. So one, it was more expensive and two, like I said, they were busy. So it could definitely kind of mess with the dates that you need because you have to reserve time for them to pick up and drop off. Two, I would say definitely get some people to help if you can. My thing is always buying them some food while we're doing it as a little thank you. And yeah, just get as many people as you can to help because I'm always someone who's like, no, I can do it. I'll just get one or two people to help. It'll be fine. And then it is always way more intense than I remember. And if you have a lot of people helping, it goes a lot faster. Another thing to consider is moving boxes. I knew the pod would be expensive. I was prepared for that. I always forget every move how expensive moving boxes are and how many you need. I'm a, I always start off by going and getting like maybe 10 boxes uh, for basically a one and a half bedroom, one bathroom apartment with kitchen, living room, dining room. I need a lot more boxes than 10 boxes and 10 boxes is incredibly expensive. My tip is to look on Facebook marketplace because usually people will try to get rid of them um, or just put them outside for free for pickup. So definitely look into that because otherwise you'll be paying a lot for that and bubble wrap that you have to buy. And then another really big important one that I'm pretty good at remembering is transferring your address. So um, during one of my first moves, I learned that USPS, so United States Postal Service, if you go to their website, you can find or search transferring address, and then you enter your current one and your new one. And so all of your mail for a certain period of time will be forwarded, which is really nice because I have, there are just so many things that were subscribed to or you know, our banks or, or work or whatever it is, they send us things in the mail and some things you don't necessarily care about, but maybe you don't want the next tenant (laughs) getting the mail for. So this keeps that from happening and will transfer it to your new address for the next few months and gives you time to remember, oh yeah, I need to change my address with that company, which that being said, changing your billing address and address for your Amazon, your cards, wherever you need to. Again, like I said, that takes a while and usually you'll randomly remember to change it for some things, but that's why the USPS has been my best friend. And then another big one for me was setting aside enough clothes and items that I needed, like that I was going to be using before I was packing. So before I even started packing anything, I made a list of all the items that I would need between when my pod would be picked up and dropped off. So like I said, I had about two to three weeks. Luckily, I was stopping in Ohio to stay with family for a bit so I could wash clothes and everything. But 
that's a long time. So you want to make sure that you have everything you need because you will not have access to it for those two to three weeks. Most things, yeah, you could probably purchase, but um, again, you're already probably down on money from the move. So just try to set those things aside. Another thing I invested in this time, which I usually just risked it, was I found a pack of moving blankets on Amazon for pretty cheap. And I just shoved those in between my furniture because moving really bangs up your furniture. I got a couple new things like a new bed frame and dresser this past at my last apartment and I didn't want it all scraped up like my last one. So I got those moving blankets. They were cheap and now I just tossed them in a closet and we'll save them until I move again, which hopefully won't be for a while. And then one of the last things, you obviously don't have to do this if you're a minimalist or if you regularly go through your stuff. But when I move, I really like to kind of purge and go through all my stuff. So that is like the perfect time as you're packing to be like, okay, do I really need this anymore? Do I use this enough? If not, donate it to Goodwill because it's not worth, even if it's a few things, in my opinion, it's not worth packing them if you're not going to use them. I may have gone a little crazy this time around getting rid of stuff because I will never hear the end of it from my boyfriend of certain things I got rid of that I definitely did not think were that important, but he made a big deal. So check with your significant other or whoever you live with before getting rid of things, but it is a good time to kind of go through and that way you have less to unpack too. But yeah, those are some of my tips and tricks and things I considered when I was moving and will definitely be listening back to make sure I don't forget anything when I move again. I hope this was helpful for any of you that have an upcoming move. And yeah, let me know if it helped you. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and then send me anything you want to hear in any upcoming episodes. But I hope you guys have a good rest of your week and I will talk to you soon.